Welcome, everybody, to another adventure out in the wilderness. You know, we've been doing a lot of wacky, crazy movies that none of you have ever heard of before in your entire life. But trust me when I say this is the really the one that you've never heard of. OK, uh, you probably thought when you clicked on this, we were going to be talking about, you know, British people and sex and costumes. No, which we I may mean, still. We, but, yeah, we might know. still talk about British people, but that's that's about the extent of that one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Cal decided. I, I'm presuming because this premise was too good to be like, I, I, I have to watch this movie. Uh, so we're watching Outlander. Well, so yeah, I, I so I do not remember who tweeted this. Somebody tweeted about about uh, cinematic adaptations of Beowulf, uh, like a, a medievalist that I follow. And they were like, my favorite personally is the Jim Caviezel 2008 Outlander where he's fucking Beowulf from space. And I was like, hold on. You have said so many things at, at, at one moment. One, noted QAnon fucking dipshit Jim Caviezel, and two, space Beowulf. Like, can we yeah. can we take a moment? Uh, I'm, I would like to introduce Colin Miller. By the way, we have a guest uh, yes. as well as always. <laughs> yes, thank you, Colin, for joining us. <laughs> you ripped off of me arm. Oh also- my, my arm. No, baby, no. There's no things. No, never, man. That's not this movie, but I sometimes I'll uh, I'm as I'm like doing dishes or uh, or just like I want to creep Connor out in bed. I'll just be I'll do the Beowulf, the Angelina Jolie, yes, and uh, and uh, Roy's Winstone, Winstone, Ray Winstone, Winstone, Ray Winstone. Yeah. When 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 I just love. I think that actor passed away, unfortunately, the one who did Grendel, but I just loved it. Like, Grendel ripped it off me. He does, he's like very crazy. And then she has, he's like, are you the one they call by a wolf? The bee wolf? <laughs> also, the can, I just start doing it. Since we're, so anyway, since we're talking yes, about very happy the Beowulf. Since we're talking about 2007's Beowulf, which I want to call theaters. <laughs> Oh, 2007, Maybe. yes. Yeah, no, the yeah. 2007. I would, the, yeah. the Bale one. I went and saw this in theaters. I would like to know two questions about this movie before I move into my final comment about what, the opening of this About About this film, discuss. or are we talking about Beowulf? No, no, the, I have two Beowulfs and one for this film. So the, the right, two yeah. things I have for Beowulf. So the yeah. first thing, why did Angelina Jolie agree to do nude scenes for Beowulf? That movie sucks, like, horrendously. So, Second question, when they did these nude scenes, why did they then go... No, wait, but this movie's going to be animated, so we have to animate these nude scenes now. Yeah, like, like, couldn't you have just done that, like, without, like, couldn't, like, you have a computer, you know, you know what, what, you know what titties is, like, just, just do it, like, she didn't have to. Also, I have a theory, because I had that, that same question of, like, why did, why did so-and-so agree to this film? Um, I have to know how these films are sold to actors like fucking john hurt is in this movie and like so i need to i need to know what like the spiel was that they gave him i here's there's two there's two answers so the first answer is hey we bet you're big so you're gonna show up because we're paying and you're free but the second reason is uh we've all been there you know you read something and in your head you've made this so awesome and so cool and then unfortunately production happens and you'll be like oh they are there no and the cgi atrocious the green screen you know you told me like all right so we're gonna go film like out in scotland somewhere and like no 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 lot 17 uh what lot 17 uh this is not gonna work out for me uh but yeah john hurt is the only person that's too good for this movie yeah the other 
comment I wanted to make though about crazy Jim Caviezel was you have to well no yeah this happened after well, he was struck by lightning twice I was trying to remember wait, when what? he got you know Jim Caviezel was struck by lightning twice during filming of the Passion of the Christ because he was portraying Jesus and that was oh, also like, also literally but we we never introduced ourselves I'm Kellen Metcalf this is Thomas, I'm Thomas Colin Miller is addressed also I'm Colin hello, Miller Grendel hello hello YouTube this is this is the first video that we are going to have uh on on, on YouTube that. There will be there will be links uh, available for that if you are listening into the audio format. Join us in the the world of the visual. Uh, but uh, yeah, and Thomas, continue. <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, well, John Hurt, you're the only one that's too good for this film. Period in the story. Yeah, Jim Caviezel may have been too good for this film prior yeah. to, but you both did not know. I thought everybody knew this was no, common I had knowledge. No idea. So the reason why no, well, there's a lot of reasons why nobody likes Mel Gibson. But on top of that. The other reasons is because, yeah, they were like, dude, you can't film the passion. This is really wrong and sacrilegious. And then all the, you know, religious people that get up, worked up in their fervor were like, the proof's in the pudding. Jim Caviezel got struck by lightning two times. Like, he got struck by lightning in front of film scenes. And then they were like, oh, shit, we got to, like, take a break for, like, a month and a half while this man, like, recovers from death. And they went back and he got struck by lightning a second time. That's it for me. Like, I'd be we gotta done. go back and still finish this film. But that's why after the, there was a long period of time where Jim Caviezel was like, hey, I'm not acting in things. Because he was yeah. like, I got the highest voltage of electricity a human being can experience in their body two times. Yeah. I, like, I'm not a normal human being. So you're queuing on stuff. I'm like, his brain. Yeah. No, he's no he's, longer. He's out there talking about the coming storm. And we got to we got to we got to deal with all these liberals and all this this fucking he, he bullshit. Got, basically, he didn't experience one Gary Busey. He experienced two Gary Buseys. You know, like that's how yeah. horrific. So wait, struck by so if, so if Gary Busey got Gary Busey twice, <laughs> I don't know what the first Gary Busey was, but whatever the the second one, he got he into a, a Jim horrible. Caviezel? Yeah, basically two, two Gary, Gary Busey's equals one Jim Caviezel. One Jim Caviezel. Gary Busey okay. was in a horrific motorcycle accident that gave him permanent brain damage, oh, and then Gary Busey. That became Gary Busey and uh yeah I'm saying that basically if you had that happen twice because I think horrific motorcycle accident equals being struck by lightning can we all agree that those are like similar sure, sure, that's, horrific that's, experiences that's sound math like honestly I might take the car accident over someone's like hey man you gotta have two fates I'm gonna you know you're gonna be in a horrific car accident or you can get struck by lightning I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go with the car accident right like I mean, it sounds like I've been in several car accidents and like, I feel like the, the, the car, the lightning would be worse. I know somebody who's been struck by lightning twice, um, who, but, but like, that I, I live with, <laughs> but like, it's it. And I'm doing yeah, okay. And, Thank you. Are they, like, are they, like, are they doing all right? <laughs> Is this person that's been struck by lightning doing like real good with life? He's fine. Yeah. He's... Sometimes I'm okay. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And then sometimes I just look above me. And there's a lot of clouds, and I just I don't know what to where I'm gonna go. Yeah, you know? yeah. Coming this yeah. summer, Cloud Chaser, the Colin Miller story. Yeah, it's yeah. But but yeah. Also, how, what am I on a scale, by the way? So I need to know more about the Gary Busey scale, uh, scale real quick. So first of all, what does it rate? How many Gary Buseys are there? Is it a scale from like one Gary Busey to ten Gary Buseys? No, no. There's, there's essentially there are two scales. There is okay. one Gary Busey. Or Jim Caviezel, which means two Gary Buseys. There's, I guess you could say a Mel Gibson is a half a Gary Busey. It's Mel a half like Gary. Okay. Yeah. Really? No. Okay. I guess. Gary I Busey guess. says some. Does Lethal wild Weapon have shit. anything to do with that? No. So Lethal Weapon 
took okay. place prior to the accident. Okay. Just so All you know. Right. I'm, just, so I'm just curious. Yeah, I'm, I can't remember the exact uh, year or time frame because I don't. I didn't write the biography yeah. on here at UC, but right. I do yeah, want, under a very specific circumstance, I do want Mel Gibson to come back to cinemas. I I want a. Are y'all familiar with Death Battle? Like next time on Death Battle, we've no. got a. There's a. He's a magical son from God above, and then we also what? have uh uh the the he's William Wallace the savior of Scotland like I I want like what? them to be, I want Jesus versus William Wallace like but them each playing the roles like okay. Jim versus Mel Gibson so this is like uh like a celebrity death match I do I want the- it like like J- Freddy versus Jason but I want them to fight like it's gonna I- be like William Wallace versus jesus i do also need one of them to die in the course of this like i have to like it needs to be real and one of them has to die like Like like, no they have to like in every versus movie team up and be friends at the end kellum they're always friends at the end can they die from a different thing it doesn't have to be getting killing each other i just need one of them to die one of them gets cancer in the last five minutes and then it's like oh also, uh, brief brief aside with the uh, Passion of the Christ. So I went to a Lutheran private school during the time that Passion of the Christ was released. Fucking these folks went ape shit for this movie. Every it's day, good, shit bad. Uh, like, good. Every day I'd be in there. It'd be like a new student, be like, "Oh my god, I went and I saw Passion again for the fourth time, and I just cried the whole time." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" What? That sounds like me after I saw The Dark Knight. Like, yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. I would like to point out that The Dark Knight is your passion of the Christ. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. I'm sorry, what? This time it really hit me when the Joker blew up the hospital. <laughs> I vividly recall going, this is how weird people were about the passion. I remember going to Blockbuster. That was a store that used to rent videos to people, by the way, children. They're making a Blockbuster movie or TV show soon. People okay. will know. Yeah. Well, I went I went to there and I, it was like, I don't know how old it was. The movie had just come out. And I, just, I went to rent it just by myself. And the guy was just like, yeah, man. Boop, like, here you go. I was like, this movie's like very R. And the guy was like, I don't, I don't need to see your ID. It's Mel Gibson's passion. Like, everybody can watch this you can be seven and rent this movie it's okay that's weird <laughs> that's a weird choice that's dude, like weird. nobody I, dude, Uma, is that like you want... backdoor proselytizing which like, is I which guess, is a new another movie that we'll talk about later but i don't honestly i don't know but it's like yeah every i literally remember people that were like seven eight years old going to the theater to see it sounds like um, so like i'm where I am, I wanted to have my little Outlander experience. I'm mm, in the, mm. you know, the neck of the woods, but really I'm right. just in as the uh, lightning clouds form above me, ready to strike me for a third time. I'm in the gay park of Dallas, like the un- like the Turtle Creek Park. This is where like the gays go to run, this and Katie Trail. But I'm very close to S4, which is like the yeah. most important, largest, not my favorite, but the largest gay it's club. Fun. And sometimes there are like little codes where you can be like rainbow gaga whatever i don't know what the code is in this instance that's literally all all you had to do was be like passion and they're like go on in i got you i got you i got you yeah yeah, yeah. oh holy shit go on in here four-year-old child uh literally god i i have a question i don't i'm sure everybody is feeling the same thing i'm feeling the three of us like i don't know how we're gonna start on this what is this like yeah. what is this okay, fucking, movie? okay. fucking like I, so also so this begins with this 
very intense CGI business, which I was like, oh, wow. I'm immediately struck by how this is just like a sci-fi channel original movie, but with William Hurt, Ron Perlman, and Jim Caviezel. Also, all day, I could not say anything but Jim Caviezel. Every time I would talk to him, (laughs) I I was watching that Jim Caviezel movie. (laughs) Like, oh, you know Jim Caviezel. Yeah, I uh, guess calling him Vincent Cassell, the French actor, so I'm worse than you. Hey. Let's not forget, though, that there are two actors that are very prominent in this film that you were forgetting to bring up, and that is not Carl Urban and not Kate right, Winslet. They're right, also right, right. both very right. crucial to this yes. film. Yes, Dollar Tree Carl Urban, um, who is a human being with a name, and I'm sorry, but I'm a bad person. Um, uh, that's Jack all I can think of the whole movie. Houston. Houston? Jack Houston. Huston. That's Jack Houston? Okay. Also, and then that girl was in Underworld as not Kate Beckinsale, yes, the other Sophia vampire Miles. that's like, He's not okay. a he's not a human at all. He's a lichen. I her her mannered portrayal in Underworld is is the stuff of camp legends. You must yes. watch it if you have not. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, well, it's excellent. I so have you have either of you seen the uh, Antonio Banderas movie, The Thirteenth Warrior? Yeah, I, I watched it at yeah. your house with you. Yes. <laughs> so this was that movie. So th- this movie. Is the worst version of the Thirteenth Warrior. The Thirteenth oh, Warrior, yeah, you're right, makes absolutely no sense and gives yeah. you no context. It's very confusing, but it like at least is like still linear and makes sense to an extent. And you're like following what they're doing. This, uh, no, at no point. I, where are you? What, what's happening right now? What time is it? Following what, it, I, I can, think. I can, yeah, like I can th- look. There is, there is like this isn't like a fever dream. I mean, it is, but like it, it is like fairly linear, almost like overly so. Um, you know, you've got Jim Caviezel. He falls out of his his digital spaceship. Um, he's wearing he's wearing like fucking like the you know the that big like uh, knight that was in every Barnes and Noble that was like made out of old tin cans that you're like oh look at this suit of armor. He's wearing that suit of armor, um, and yeah. uh, he you know he, he he goes and he gets his big alien box out of the ground. Be like, oh, this weighs 800 pounds, but I do have to get it because it's got a weird robotic tentacle that's going to shoot into my eye and download the history of the human experience let's, directly okay, into let's my take, brain. Let's take a moment, okay? <laughs> let's take a moment. First off, number one, why the fuck would you invent a machine that yeah, like, absolutely not a better way? Like, murders you as you have to like get this information into your brain yeah. somehow? And secondly... How the fuck do you have all the knowledge that ever existed on this planet that you're about to like get onto? I, like, to be fair, all we got was this is a boy, this is a girl, this is a dog. Like that is what we that's what we know that he's been told. He, he's he been introduced was, to the sex binary and dogs. Like, he was he was either everybody in the entire universe speaks English or he was like taught the language. He yeah. was taught like all of these things. I'm just like, what I don't Follow. No, he was not Norse. Remember, he said Norse. Yeah. They, he like selected it on his iPad. His yeah, 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 yeah. His futuristic yeah. iPad. This, this is Duolingo. This is this yeah, is Babel. exactly. Yeah. He was uh, accessing that, the Rosetta Stone and then some. He was getting yeah. Rosetta Stone for sure. But I think the pain was their artistic justification for it being a like accessible. In other words, I think they were trying to suspend our disbelief because oh, that was really taxing. Okay. You know, it wasn't easy to get the the all of the knowledge that's ever been from data that they could not have had access to at all. Okay. Um, so where it's where I don't know, I can't, still can't say where it's coming from, but I think that's why. But movies have done this better. 
Like, yeah. um, and books have. Like, if you read anything Philip K. Dick, yes. anything that's outside the realm of, you know, easily accessible from our memory or our association of our modern time, there's always um, the, I think, a verisimilitude where, that's probably the wrong term, where you just feel the scientific relevance, but also the truth of it, even if it's fiction. And, and uh, you can see this in some of the adaptations that have been done of his films, like Minority Report, for example, does a great job of these of, of justifying these fake sciences. Mm-hmm. In other words, you see the effects that it takes on the precogs to, to think about these murders. You see all of the gross shit that goes into like switching your eye, like the, everything is gritty and real. And even though it's fake, it doesn't feel that way to us. So that's what they were trying to do, but in, they did not give themselves enough time or artistic license to really be able to justify, yeah, I totally believe that he speaks, you know, perfect Norse language and knows everything about their culture. Like that just didn't happen. Yeah. So. And uh, another thing, one, like, no, they, they, this movie took too much time. They don't need any more minutes on this movie. And that already has too many. And secondly, um, do you, maybe you two remember hours me. long maybe, exactly and that's like an hour 45 too much i think that you took uh maybe you noticed this and i didn't but like what happened to the, the dude he's he saved like that like he brought up from the water with him that was just chilling he died you, he didn't save him. no no he, no he i know he's, i know he's dead i know the but i think i know after. i think so so yes this is this is something that i noticed as well and i don't know if this is like a continuity error or if this is like planned. So he does pull that gentleman out of the crash. And like, it seems like he is dead uh, because again, he just pulls him up his body up and like, you know, they're wearing their fucking food processor armor. Um, and then the next, and like, he's fine. And like, other than being dead, he's fine. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then the next morning he like gets up and he looks over and this man is torn to shreds, which he was That's, not yes. previously. That's um, why I'm like, what is, but, what happens? But it's like, so is, is the, the, is the, the, the creature who I'm going to call Mervin for this entire, the, the, this entire existence. Um, the Morag or whatever. It did, more, it, it, it's the Morwin, I believe. Did Mervin come and just like feed on him like while he was there? That's and what he I... was like, I'm too full to eat two guys. One is enough. I just can't really. I can't with That's how he did it. He did it because because it was it was like proven later that if he's not hungry he'll take the other person yeah. back to his lair for later yeah so yeah so it makes no I sense yeah but he went yeah jim Caviezel does all this nonsense only to be captured immediately yeah he gets his space gun lost and uh which i don't understand so like that's that's another moment for me where i'm like why because it's like the understanding i guess is that like jim Caviezel is uh Kanan is his character's name but I'm mm-hmm. not going to call him that. Um that Jim Caviezel uh is like a space soldier of some sort. Uh yes. It's never like directly referenced. He could again like work in like waste disposal, who knows. Um He's America but, basically. Like he, yeah. he's an American and they just take what they want. They see I mean essentially they like. Yeah, take it, you know. I do he's, a, he's some form of military because he was on the ships that were colonizing the yeah planet where the creature came from yeah but like so he gets this gun and then immediately he's like after like getting his brain download he's like and like blows up a tree i'm like there is no need under there was no there was yes he had to see how it worked 
he had to see I, if it they, still worked after the he crash. knows but oh no mm. but but to to collins to, to collins credit he doesn't know that like it hasn't been damaged I it suppose. could be damaged okay fair yeah. fair yeah, fair that's, that's fair also it, it, it's got to be an explosion you know I yeah mean, yeah explosions now this is where i don't understand how people are stupid i get it you know but we don't have to make everybody so stupid that it hurts because yeah he gets captured by this village brought back yeah, and then not carl urban is just yeah. like out here douching it up real hard like just real real hard and he's like and Jim Keese is also just being very hey i'm not talking i'm, I'm gonna be as like suspicious as fucking possible be like oh well i was out there hunting hunting what oh that, that yeah. dragon right there like you were yeah. hunting a dragon. I'm, I'm hunting a dragon. I'm dressed like I'm from outer space, and uh, yeah, it's everything's fine. I'm on, and I'm going to be very cryptic with all of my answers to you. So, like, yeah. why why is this a problem? And yeah, I don't. I still get the whole premise of like, and then everybody again. Then everybody wants to act stupid. It's like okay, they're like, no, clearly he's sent here uh, from Ron Perlman. He's like sent him over here to attack us and do yada yada this that and the other. It's and one he's guy. Like, no, I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah. Do I look like I'm from like anywhere around yeah. here? Do you see like, this name like, tag I have on? Because he's wearing a name tag for the he, whole movie. the whole time. Yeah, the whole entire movie. <laughs> yeah. And yes, yeah, so they leave him alone for a time. Then do you let's talk about because I was so upset the second i saw john hurt trying in this film i was like dude what are you doing phoning it in like everybody that's the else. thing too is that john hurt is not phoning it in fucking at all he is like i'm john hurt and i'm gonna put on a fucking clinic now like it, it, it's you know like rest in peace like like gone too soon like all that jazz but like fucking man like he's in there at one his fight scene with freya like it doesn't look like it's a stunt double and it looks good. And yeah. <laughs> like it's like done snappy. And then, yeah, yeah. He's like, really, he's, he's in this, he's here. And he's like, no, I understand. Like I chose to be in this is what it feels yeah. like. And a lot yeah. of the sword stuff, in my opinion, does look good yeah. when it's not applied to the creature. Right. Yeah. That's, yes. that's the crucial moment where the sword um, effectiveness goes out the window. But uh, but yeah, a lot. I was I. I mean, we've seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, we've seen Lord of the Rings. It has been done better, but yeah. I was expecting a shittier clash of swords. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. good. I, I like Freya, and I like John Hurt. Was like anything that deals with the king, John Hurt. Assume his part is stellar because we're not. I'm not going to comment yeah. every time oh, it happens, flawless. but he is, he's doing it. So. Yeah. I really enjoyed though, like the, with the sequence with him and Freya, like the fight. You really get the father daughter bond that like he does have love for her. And he wants her to be strong and like do yeah. all this stuff. And I also love where he's like, "Look, you need to pick a man." Like you keep saying that the guy I'm going to make king is like a horrible tyrant who's going to like murder tons of people and be a bad person. Okay, we'll pick any fucking other person, and so we can solve this right now. And much like uh, Rhaenyra, she's like, "No, I can't do that. I have to make things difficult." You know, she's like, "I'm, I'm waiting." For well, Jesus to show up. Th this is she... this is like a an archetypal story of like the, the, the this kind of like element in this of like there being like a, a a daughter that will not pick a suitor. So therefore, there's got to be like a whole a whole spiel about finding a suitor. That's that's like a, a thing that tracks. The thing about this that gets me is like that he's John heard at one point is like, well, you know, you should marry 
him Wolfric now because if he you wait until he's king, he'll just take you is his words. And it's yeah, like, he basically like he'll just I was like, you could have phrased that like once he's king, he can just choose to have you be married to him. And then you know yeah, it's we like could, we could phrase it as like he'll be super rapey as soon as I'm dead and he's yeah. in charge. Like, and what? like to be and then but then like the entire film, like it's like we we gloss over that. I mean it is 2008, but and then it's just like, hey, Wolfric seems like a super chill dude. Like the whole time, it's like, yeah, man, this is my best friend. This guy that you were concerned about your daughter <laughs> get, yeah, getting we, captured by. I would like to state it does seem there. Both things can't be true. Okay, yeah. either Freya's description of Wolfric, not Carl Urban, is accurate, or she's vastly incorrect because it seems like Wolfric is just kind of like a dumb dude, but he's not like evil or yeah, bad or fine. mean like every other person seems to be totally cool with him and he's cool with them like you don't see him just punching yeah. people or being mean or rude to anybody like yeah. he's just he but the problem like... also i think is in the performance because mm. his is the weakest in the film yeah. the the character of wolfric does not come across as the character should and i yeah. think if it was a clearer performance and i don't know if this is actor or director or script or some combination but you would have felt that like like when you're reading uh, some of the Shakespeare uh, tragedies, you really get a sense of like, or or if you even watch um, that recent movie, The King, with, you know, uh, that was on Netflix or something with Timothy Chalamet, you get the Hotspur type character from the performance. You mm-hmm. get that, even, even rep- you were, we were talking about Game of Thrones, the uh, Matt Smith, say whatever you want about like, oh, I don't like seeing him this way because he's the doctor only to me, like whatever. Not saying y'all were saying, I'm saying I've heard people say that. But like, we only care about his ferociousness because he communicates ferociousness. He makes choices to be angry and domineering and conniving and mischievous and witty. Like, I don't know. I If you put me on a cross next to Jesus and you said, I will let you down if you tell me what choice this actor was making, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I would have no idea what to say. I don't know what choice, it, What were you jaded? Were you jealous? And the reason it feels even weirder is because it's only clear because John Hurt affirms what he's supposed to be doing as an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like John Hurt says like, you're this, or why are you doing this? Like John Hurt is so good an actor that he's reacting to reactions that aren't there. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like, read the script and he knows like what this is supposed to be. I mean, yes. it's, it's it's like I mean, I would argue that uh Jim Caviezel's performance is uh corpse-like throughout this entire film. <laughs> like like the, the like and look, you could say you could make the argument that like, you know, he's an alien, he's dropped out of space, he doesn't know anything. But like the whole time he's just like, "Hi, I'm Kanan." I'm from up north. Like, and it's like, yeah, that's, it's, that's like his whole thing. It's really <laughs> weird. I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. It works. He's, he's very much trying to be as bland as possible. So yeah. everybody can be like, oh, I'm I, like him. I, th- well, I, I think it, I think it works. Like, I think it, it makes sense. Like there, there is a, a big aspect of that that makes sense because he's like, he is clearly like somewhat tortured by space genocide, I guess. And uh, no, I don't think that's the case. He wants to play this up. At well, also, the, his and, like, like wife and kid whole, got murdered. Yeah, yeah that, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. <laughs> it's not that we keep them all like, oh, yeah, it's like he's like, oh, our whole entire population, the entire village, the outpost was destroyed. Dude, you care about your wife, and let's be clear, only his wife. He goes back 
the, you know, we'll get to the end of it later. But he goes back to say bye to his wife. He does not even look for his child. He's not like, oh, where's your uh, casket at? I want to say bye to you. Now he's like, all right, honey, I'm going to go uh, be with this other chick and I'm going to leave you down yeah. here forever. I'll catch you later. Deuces. Like, but my issue is not really with Jim Caviezel because no. I think that if he was had lines that he could say out loud that were longer than four words, I think that he might have been able to bring something to the character. Yeah. But like you say, it's like, oh, uh, oh, what's your name, Kanan? What were you? I was hunting. Yeah, that dragon. thing. A dragon. <laughs> right. I need oil. All of it. Like all these things. Like, a name for a sword. Fair trade. Like, dude, what what did you write down on this script? Because I don't. I'm not getting it. But well, yeah, Freya goes in to like. Like, I don't know, fall in love because there's absolutely the man is not hurt. It's like, oh, he dies, it's on you. From what? Dies from what? The man's just sitting in there. He's literally, you guys did not even like put enough makeup on him to make me think that he got beat up by five by Also, so I, I do have to say, this is just a me thing, I think. But like the whole time, because like I'm watching like all these like period piece folks with like, you know, their long, dirty hair and all this. And then I see Jim Caviezel and his his like crew cut. And I'm like, it feels like an accountant that got sent back in time and is like, figure it out. Like it, it does. It feels so out of place that he's just like, hi, I'm. it, it looks like Jim Caviezel was sent back in time not the the the, the space soldier Kanan. it looks like the actor jim caviezel was sent back that is fair so but like, how do you accomplish what you're asking for like what no, are you exactly it's a me thing like it's full what, it's I, fully what I would thing. like what i would like is i would like for him to at least have shaggy hair okay yeah. like, is that the bare minimum we could no, ask for? No, okay so here's the thing too, oh that, some like martian stuff like what they yeah. did with uh with Matt Damon. Yeah, yeah, so, something. Okay, okay. Or like yeah, yeah, or yeah. like some weird something really like hey, I'm from the future or something. Like look, see my mm -hmm. hair is crazy. Okay. But like here's another here's an issue that I take with this film that I think that because that, that would also be bad. Like that would be worse if he did that. And I it, it's it's very clear this is the better choice. This movie is needs to be a little bit worse and it would be so much better. Like it Agreed. is, it is, it is perilously close. It is taking itself so seriously the entire time. And it is like, it's, it's like an inch away from greatness. It's a fucking, it's like everything about this movie on paper. I'm like, oh yeah, this is like a schlock fest. This is going to be amazing. I'm going to have a good time. And I did have a good time in a way, but like. There were moments. Like, can we get into, can we get into one of these things where I was like, oh, okay, it's picking it up. It's getting good. Yeah. So Jim Caviezel meets Freya and then's like, hey, I'm gonna a hundred percent just stone cold knock a woman out. Just I uh, you know, I hope you guys are cool with like me just annihilating a woman in the face because that's what's about to happen. And then it's like and I'm still the good guy, just to be clear. Right. Like, she's been in here trying to help me be very nice and sweet. And then the first thing I'm gonna do is right hook to the face. And then that's how we fell in love, guys. How did you and mom meet? Well I punched her right in the face and then she fell in love with me. But Jim Camiso does escape. Uh and this is where the movie started getting good for like a moment. And then it like immediately lost it because the creature showed up. But Jim Caviezel is out like walking around trying to escape and figure out how he's going to get out. And then you get the creature starts attacking, which is coolish, I guess. It's, but it's something. This is what I don't understand. And this is where uh, you help me out. Okay, let's let's pretend, let's play a game. Let's pretend that we are writing this this movie. Okay. Why did you not have your character 
fucking leave when he escaped. I don't care if the creature is attacking the town or not currently. Well, Every single person there still thinks you're an enemy. He, he has a personal vendetta against Mervin. Yeah, like, it's it very clearly. And also very have... clear is, is I, I I guess that the is Mervin supposed to be like sentient because he's like he calls out he's like Marwin and then he's like and he looks yeah, back and he's like yeah me. bitch and it's like yeah. there's he like an under okay he's absolutely sentient and they allude to that when they say we thought they were only beasts yeah. we told ourselves the narrative we sold was that they were only beasts which made it okay for us to kill them they are not that and yeah. it was clear that they are sentient because if you see their behavior later there's bonds between yeah. the little one and the large one and also they develop the the behavior slowly over time where you know yes it behaves like an animal would it's conceivable that an animal would wait in the shadows but it's not conceivable like a lion wouldn't then go oh you threw that fucking torch here i'm just gonna be a little bitch out. and step on that shit yeah. like there's another level of menace yeah. And I think, but the killing of the villagers is not connected to its sentience. That's just for food, which is what we see yeah. with, that's the Grendel allegory, right? Is mm. we see the, like, the piles of bodies in the cave um, coming into town to kill um, just because that's the territory it was staking out. And then the game changes when it sees, um, I was about to call him Vincent Cassell again. Yeah, Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus. Just call him, again. Yeah, just call him Jesus. Yeah. Here's my yeah. main thing. Yeah. So this is this is my big issue. So yeah, I agree with all that stuff. This is what I thought it was going to get good or be cool. So this thing's attacking, and you know Jesus is running around trying to figure out where it's at so they can kill, he can kill it, and the whole town is mobilized. John Hurt's like, "Hey, oh shit, guys, back on screen. Let's get out of here." And I thought this movie was about to like turn into the dopest thing ever because it's just like this random old man who like runs into a hut and it's like. And the wife and the kids like, what's going on there? He's like, shut up and give him my sword. And then he gets like, I don't know if you've seen Jason in space, Jason X. Yes. But then he gets like annihilated to the back and then sucked through a small little hole. Like it's like he's like yeah. folded up like a little graham crackers. Yes. And like just sucked, like that like, scene in Jason. And yes. I was like, oh, this just got amazing. And they, I was like, you just watch this terrible CGI to pretend like this man got sucked through that little hole. That's really awesome. Really Are we gonna bad. get more of that? No, we're not gonna get more of that. It's like that was. You, I was like, oh, it's gonna be like terrible CGI, but awesome over the top kills and ridiculous. I mean, there and is there is some of that. Some. That was that was one some. of the more like visceral ones. But like, no, there's there is like a you know you get a, you get yeah. you do get a lot not of enough here, not enough. It was All right. say, not enough. Thomas so needed then, more yeah. bloodshed and really like he it only kind of wet his appetite and he really needed to fulfill his dark. Yeah. Did you know how like you just said that this movie like was taking itself way too seriously and it needed a lot more camp and schlock? Yeah, that's what. Do you not understand that that's what I'm asking for with this ridiculous over-the-top violence? Like that's thank okay. You. All right. All right. I want to cover, as they would say, all of the bases. Right. Okay. Now, uh, at this point though, Jim Caviezel, like they're like, oh, he we just heard him yell his like real loud. So let's go grab him. Yeah. And he's like, guys, all right, listen. Uh at no point am I divulging to any of you who I am or where I'm from. All I'm gonna say is there's a beast out there that like is hunting you guys and it came from where I was and yada 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 and they're like oh a bear okay yeah you mean a bear like, yeah yeah let's go form a hunting party and go together but you're still gonna have your arms tied up and all this nonsense whatever that's fine I don't yeah. really have an issue with that although he Look, does he likes it. it 
That's how he picks his roles. He's like, am I going to be bound? Like, yes. Shirtless and sweaty? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Because I mean, there's, there's this, there is uh passion of the Christ. There is, mm-hmm. I am David. I don't know if y'all caught that heater back in the day. Nope. Do you remember <laughs> but, the movie Un- unknown where no. uh, not the, not the Liam Neeson one, the Jim Caviezel one where it's him and uh, Greg Kinnear and, joey pants and some other people and they are like wake up in a warehouse and they're all locked in this warehouse and like there's uh seven people and three are kid or sorry two are kidnapped and the rest are kidnappers but they all lost their memory because of fucking chemical spill and they gotta remember who's like the kidnappers and who's the kidnappees it's wild holy shit i want to watch that wow it's 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 such a good movie like that one was pre-lightning before past that movie is so okay just okay yeah uh yeah, it's it's wild, and it's got um the dude from Until Dawn, Peter Stormare, as like yeah. the main like kidnapper who's coming to the warehouse. They got like gotta figure out like who's who before he shows up. It's it's really good. Anyway, uh, Jim Caviezel now is like, all right, I'm gonna figure out immediately how to ride a horse. You just had this eyeball thing fucking tell you yeah. everything there is to know about this time and you're like a horse what the I, fuck am I supposed to do with this? I will say I really wanted more because he's like they they bring him a horse and he's like, what do I do with it? What do I do? I wanted them to lean into that more because it's like he's like, what do I do with it? And he's like, oh, I get on the horse. Like how, like how, since my hands are bound, I can totally get on this horse. Uh, oh, first Thank time you. I didn't what? do it. Like I wanted it to be like goof troop. Like the saddle turns all the way over, and he's hanging underneath the horse. Like but I tell wanted... him, it would have been, it would have been if it was made now. Because yes. believe me, and I'm not even saying this to knock Wonder Woman. Yeah. I quite liked the first one. I did yeah. not like the second one, but right. I liked the first one. They really milked all that fish out of water stuff with like the the clothes that she tries on, the stuff that you know, and then mm-hmm. even before that with Thor, like they love the fish out of water yes. god, yeah. from, god or sci-fi fiction, you know, figure from another place to come mm-hmm. in and not know how things work. I I I think it was about the execution. So many things in this movie were about the execution because the the bones of what is there is not garbage. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like when you talk about the lack of consistency between between like over the top terrible CGI, you know, kills which you only see in the editing room and put in the movie because you are going for that camp quality mm-hmm. unless you have no way around it, you figure out some other way, you go Spielberg, you go some other way. But like with that uh with that instance He's saying, like, what could have been in their better script. Okay, I know what this is. I don't know how a horse works. Like, do I pet it? Do I feed it? Like, do I, like, I don't understand mm-hmm. how to take care of this animal. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, in a smarter script, you could actually have it be a thing that he still knows what a horse is. But, like, I know what a jet is. But yes. I, if I got a jet, I would be like, well, fuck me. Like, if somebody had a gun to my head, I don't know what to do. I'll crash. So, I don't know. Something like that. But uh, yeah, I think though this this so this is this is where I have a problem with people being stupid. Okay, I don't care what era or time period you're in, like things just people are not this dumb. They go, they find a bear, the bear kills two people, they kill the bear, they're like, Yeah, we brought it back. And only not Carl Urban is like taking a moment just to like look at all the damage and like what's happened the night before, and like he's just like yeah, a bear could not do this. Like, that's not, like, physically possible. A bear can't do any of the shit that yeah. has taken place currently. And I like how that's when Jesus is like, oh, you think, dude? Yeah, I've been fucking trying to tell you guys the whole entire time and anyone to listen to me. But at this moment, 
Ron Perlman's like, hey, I'm showing up and I'm going to make this movie better immediately because this is what Kel was alluding to when they said earlier that you do get some more over-the-top great kills. And again, yeah. this is when I was like, oh, I'm fully in this movie. This is awesome again. Because Ron Perlman shows up and he has two gigantic mini Thor ha- hammers. And he's like, I'm just here to crush skulls and like murder people. Let's like, let's get it on. That was great. We could have stuck with that. We could have kept that. Like, why couldn't the story be like, fuck the entirety of this creature and just have it be Jim Caviezel that's captured by this village. Hey, we're going to war with Ron Perlman. It's a big fucking deal. Then like, it's just that. That could just be the fucking story. I don't know. What, I don't understand why we have to have this creature, but you yeah. know, it's fine that we do. So, how did y'all feel though about the? I guess if you want to talk about the bear sequence, I'm more interested in talking about the Ron Perlman's village attacking. Yeah, I mean, sequence. It, the the bear sequence. Like, it's there are so many like moments in this movie where I'm like, why did we have this moment? And like, I get it. Like, it's it's like what the, the purpose of this is to like bring together. Um, the you know the clan and and uh jim jesus yes oh also i wanted to bring up speaking of bringing the clan together um i'm not gonna lie i absolutely while watching this thought to myself oh i found out exactly why kel made me watch this because there's a character called boromir i did not know about that i did not know there was a character named boromir and i was like wait excuse excuse me what did you why is your name why is your name boromir why and did you pick the, like? And it's also like the guy who dies, and like the the people get yeah. emotional about like, why have you done this thing? Lord it's of the Rings so, came out six years ago. Like, why it's are you so doing funny. This? It's like, but this dude, full Kellum. Like, if Kellum was a Viking, Kellum would be Boromir. There's really? not like a hey, here's like a bladder that I use to hold me. No, here's like a full ass pig or goat that I just cut the head off of and like put all the beer and like all the mead in there. Have a drink. Like it's fun. you won't look anything like Boromir, but you back in the day. Okay. All right. Me. All right. Yeah. Back but in like, the day when I was on yeah, my like, shit. Yeah. That was that was I think that you thing. if and like there, I don't think there's a such thing as a, a sober Viking. And so I'm gonna no. say that like you know you would have been full on yeah like, that's 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 fair. And it this I liked that scene. Yeah. I thought that the the scene of them all in the mead hall was great. I thought it was oh, yeah. You know, oh, that part for sure. To see everybody get really plastered because they actually acted like they were believable. Let's let's say as buffoons, and I yeah. I I appreciated. Well, okay, they weren't celebrating the death of of the thing that was responsible for the murders so much as they no. were celebrating that their king didn't die. Right? Like that's I, what no, I, I think. I think they were celebrating killing a bear, and they so, were like, so "This is this is really like when I said like I don't get the purpose. Like it's a, like the, the, all this stuff actually works, and I think this is a good scene and all that. But it's like everyone's chill and everyone's everything. And it's like the whole time. It's not until like the very end that you're like, that wasn't the thing. But it's like, man, we've been here for six and a half hours. Yeah. And it like, also he, doesn't help that that particular scene, the bear scene, yeah, was not a good scene, and no. I couldn't like. When we got to the meat hall and he, and John Hurt once again selling it, thank you, John Hurt. Like yeah. he had to show up with the whole movie on his back. He's he told me you saved me from that bear, and I was like, well, okay. I I, I would have had no fucking yeah. clue. The the shots in that scene, it's like the only bit you get of the bear is you get like brown fur that swords are going into, you, and you get like a shot from this far away from like the face of a bear and you just see like a mouth going like it's like could you not afford a bear like not a bear like just 
anything that looked even like remotely it was Remote, like, yeah hey, i have i have this rug it was my grandma's it's all i got can we just can we just, we'll shoot it from a weird angle or like like how did this work like how how could i don't, not get I don't know but this is what i have a question about because since we're going to be in the meat hall before they attack them from and then we get that uh they gotta pick a choice on what the characters are because not carl or urban is just like in there and they're all chilling and it's like he just it's like all right guys Let's do shields. Let's have let's just have a, a fun let's have a fun game of shields. And then the you know John Hurt and his daughter or Freya are like going back and forth, and he's like, "Oh, you like uh, you like Jesus, don't you? Like you know you want to make a bet that he'll." And she's like, and then someone's just like, "Oh no, like we know that nobody beats him at shields, Dad." For, for a moment, and it's like, I forgot that we were calling Jim Caviezel Jesus, and I thought you were just like pretending to be a guy at a party. It's like. Hey, uh, so you like Jesus, don't you? Like, I was like, holy shit, this is the most unpleasant party interaction I've ever had in my entire life. Hey, uh, hey you into the big JC? Hey, come here, come here. Let me talk. Let me shout. No, yeah, I mean, like, you know what's great is uh, Jim Caviezel is JC. Like, it really goes across the board. It works. Yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, they're having this game of shields, and he's like, oh, you, uh, but. Freya, if this man's a tyrant and a horrible, horrific, like terrifying person, you wouldn't be like smiling, having jokes like, oh, no, nobody beats the shields. Like, it's like you can't make up your mind about what, like, specifically who Waldrig is or like this. I want. Yes, his like character is wildly ambiguous throughout the entire movie, but it's like it's it's consistently ambiguous. It's not like there's like it, it like fluctuates over a broad range. He's the same person always, which is just like a guy he's like which is why he amounts to nothing yeah he's nothing like he's never anything but i will say something we we were talking about freya i actually think that she equips herself pretty well and while a lot of her motivations are either you know jesus or the king and we don't really know what she wants outside of both of these men which you know not the best thing in the world i do think that we always get how she feels about jesus like yeah. we we get that she's attracted to him from the beginning we get that she's a little you know uneasy um you know around him at first but generally is kind of like game and then also just this aspect of you know but i'm still i'm still a part of this community and it's the most important thing to me which is why like ultimately when you say my father that's the thing that enables me to go you know what, let's get to know each other a little better. Like, so I, I didn't yeah. have any issues with their relationship clarity per se. Yeah. No, no I don't, that, that I don't have issues with that. I yeah. just have issues with the portrayal of Waldrick. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? Because it seems like that you said at the beginning that he's a bad guy and at no point do you see that. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, I, he's he's just like, like, it's he's set up to be, again, he's like the, the man who will be king. And he's like the characterless best friend of the protagonist is like yes. how it is it's like i was like oh yeah that's 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 waldrig he just kind of like likes to party and you know he's he's he thinks he's real cool and he's got impeccably groomed facial hair for mm-hmm. some reason like i don't understand how you're maintaining this but like and both him and Weasel can just hit front flips like it's yeah nothing. that's also that that was like when i saw that moment i was like oh no like i can imagine like if i'm there i'm like oh I'll, oh we're doing that okay i'll get down now i'm gonna hurt my yeah. back and uh that's not gonna be good for anybody lighting design doesn't help either i think that it makes it it doesn't make a point of anyone's face like you yeah. know there's no there's no strategic framing 
or or use of light or shadow to tell you menace attraction mm. uh you know some kind of heroic moment like they're it's all just it feels very much like they had a very low budget and mm. they were shooting for efficiency and somebody had on a on a list and was like okay well these characters need to be lit so just light them like they need to be lit this person over here has to be in the frame we need to see both of them at this it's very much like again that's very sci-fi original film yeah it's shot mm-hmm. for efficiency and and lighting you know goes so if you think about all of the most uh memorable set pieces in game of thrones they would have looked a lot less cool if the lighting had been bland king's landing wouldn't have felt like heightened uh the north wouldn't have felt cold and isolated lord of the rings Yes. The, there would be nothing magical. I mean, yes, probably still some magical things, but it would be far less magical to go into Lothlorien yeah. and, and experience it without, like, the use of light and shadow. Mordor is fucking shadows. But, like, without yeah. clever color correction and lighting choices, we don't know how to feel. So yeah. that's another thing working against all these characters. I don't know how I am supposed to feel at all. Yeah, some okay. some digital grading would have been like really. I mean, like the technology exists at this point. I again because they fucking leaned into it so hard in Lord of the Rings using digital color grading. So like you could do it. I mean, I don't know how expensive yeah. that is at this point. Probably not cheap, um, but uh, still, I still. I do. But then yeah, like Ron Perlman and his village show up to attack and do all this stuff. And I don't understand. Did you see at any point that the Ron Perlman's village lost? Because it just seemed to me like out of nowhere, his people grabbed him and they were like, well, we're yeah, retreating. We've, so we've clearly lost. Let's go. They, I think that the, the how we're supposed to interpret that is we do see our like our cast of heroes, as it were, um, engaged in their discrete battles. Um, and they win all of them. So uh four guys die and they decide i think they're like fuck it we gotta cut our losses like like we watched ron perlman kill at least four people they killed the two guards before they even got in there ron perlman crushed some dude's head yeah then the other dude like that started trying to attack freya that she killed like killed some other dude like they killed people still it's like the cinematic language that i think that they're attempting to use here is because because we're witnessing success amongst all of our heroes that the what they're trying to have you believe is that it is an uh, that, that that's just how it is across the board um but okay. like it's it's not really well communicated it does feel weird that he just runs up to me he's like we're lo- we lost let's go and you're like wait yeah. did you like well you i like don't there's more of you yeah i i feel like of all the things in the film like thomas you mentioned earlier that you felt like you wanted more I, i'm paraphrasing here you said something about appreciating the ron perlman aspect of it more than the creature and, yes. and i'm not i'm not saying you know that you're wrong in any way i'm saying that i feel like the ron perlman stuff felt very much like the thing that went nowhere yes you, when you have the main character oh, yeah. like you have the main character as set up as being from a particular um incident connected to a creature destinies align with that alien and they only and only really his association with that alien and what it does affects his relationship with John Hurt's uh, community. Mm. There's really no there's only a side plot to what would could potentially be something in a, in a TV show. There's yeah. not a lot of narrative place for Ron Perlman's character because 
what do we get at the beginning? It's like, oh, so all these murders, like you're, it's this other thing, you know, it's, 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 they've raided. Um, it sets up a conflict between them two, but okay, we see the, de the destruction. Sure. That's fine. But ultimately he shows up, he tried there. There's one scene. The payoff is two things. He shows up at, with his band to kill people, runs into the woods, and then all of them die. And a few of them, and it's not substantial because he just dies quickly. Mm -hmm. And there's no resolution. There's nothing that him coming back, like when Jon Snow, you know, makes yeah. the pact with, with uh, the wild people, the wildlings. Like, that means something for the rest of the show. It changes the dynamic of two communities and, like, it changes the trajectory this changes nothing. Like it's literally like you could have you could edit out like Disney does with all the gay people in their movies. You mm -hmm. could edit out the Ron Perlman stuff and you and have like an hour long experience. It, yeah, it just could, doesn't absolutely. do yeah. anything. But you know? the difference is, see, I, I think that all they need to do is have like to, had said one thing. So when Ron Perlman they do come to attack or whatever, and they leave, he has this scene where he's like, "You fucking monster! You like murdered my wife and my child, and you didn't even leave me their bodies. Like I'm gonna, no matter what happens, I'm always gonna come back to kill you. Like no matter what or whatever." And it's like, again, this would have been the time when Jim Caviezel could have been like, "We didn't do any of that. There's a creature, yeah. any of that." But yeah, but then they try to imply that. Oh, go ahead, Kel. No, it's it's it, it. I was just gonna say, like, it's this is a thing that could work, just not in this movie. If this was what well, if this was like a thing that was happening in real life, for whatever reason, yeah, like this, you know, that that that's fine. If it's in a show, yeah, it serves no purpose in telling the story that it's trying to tell. Though, See, like, there's so no what, benefit. What I wanted, it. what I think would have been benefit, like they're the villages that are going back and forth. You had to have them show up to show that there was an enemy that they thought. Jim Caviezel was a part of prior. But my issue is more when Ron Perlman's crew gets just eviscerated in the woods and they start running back and they're like getting fired on lots of stuff. Once they get in there and they're all sitting there, there should have been a moment when they started preparing to fight the uh, next night to fight the creature and stuff. Why couldn't there have been a moment? We had one line that was like, yeah, this creature's really terrible, but at least it's gotten us to finally settle our differences and, like, work together. And, like, then you could be like, cool, now they're all dead, but the two tribes are now one or something. So that's, like, where that led to, I guess, in a sense. But I, I would find like, that less believable. I would have a... I, I, well, I would take if you recall, John Hurt has apparently been the whole time, even previous to the movie starting, to build peace with this village. Yeah. And so that the reason why it hasn't is because not Carl Urban's parents were killed by... Uh, Ron Perlman and Ron Perlman just just now like that night had his wife and kid murdered. So it's like yeah, we that's clearly no that was us. So all the peace talks we've been trying to have can resume. And then, but either way, like you say, it really doesn't matter because I don't think a person from Ron Perlman's village lives. Because no. Ron Perlman tries to fight the creature, and it gets kind of awesomely beheaded, but also uh, what a waste, you know? Yeah, like, it's just like why it feels like they were like, hey, we got Ron here. Is there anything he can do? Can you like write him in? Because he's like here and he he's just kind of moping in the corner and he just feels like he doesn't really have anything to do this weekend. And like it just would really he needs a win. Um and yeah. like that's kind of what it feels like to, to me is that they just needed to have Rod in this. Well, um, what they wanted, I think they wanted it to be, oh, 
we are gonna have Jesus be king, right? So yeah. he has mm-hmm. to do something other than just kill things. Yeah, we're gonna have him be the reason that these two warring tribes are no longer warring. The thing is that they don't do that. They yeah. don't do that, nor does him, you know, allowing the truth to come out really solve anything because there's no payoff. There's no mm-hmm. pay- there's no reason. that like and so in other words if you did a total restructure where like act one is oh outlander we don't like you um act two would be kill the creature like murder the creature he's still not king act three would be hey we want to like have you earn the kingdom um like that because that's where we want the character to go now you help with that tribe and you just tease them a little throughout the first two acts just a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, and then you pay it off in the third act because ultimately that's what we want, right? We don't want a character to be king for no reason. Like with Bram the Broken, we want like, oh yeah, you're, you're not just a badass with a sword. You're you're like diplomatic and you bring new ideas to the table, but they didn't go there. So yeah. I agree, they, they did not. But where they did go is let's waste all the oil and stuff we have they and this is where i'm i'm curious because like at no point in this film was was anybody led to believe that you could dunk and soak this creature in oil light it on fire it's like so drenched in oil that it's like stays lit on fire for a solid 30 minutes even after this giant explosion this creature is dead this creature is dead they took a metal from a ship and cut this creature like head off because with it and stuff like that but you're telling me that that giant ass explosion wasn't equal to the amount of no that creature's dead. Yeah, the fact like just no. I'm sorry. I mean, that's not how that works. So there's a lot of like issues that I take with this movie on a scientific level. Um, uh, that I mean, like it kind of makes sense, I guess. Like I don't know. It's, I mean, fire burns at different like temperatures based upon different things. You know, like it, it's like it could be that, yes, there is fire here, but like they literally like nuked that planet, essentially. And like like, you know, napalm is a different thing than just like fire and oil. Um, uh-huh. But, but it, it's I mean, it's because this movie has to be under like four hours long. It works for me that it's just kind of like, ah, oh, it didn't work. OK, it's got it like it's, it, it's more uh-huh. satisfying to have like you know, that we got him, but now we really have to get him kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And so this is when John Hurt gets killed. It's like real sad. We got to go now. Not Carl Urban is king. And he's like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Also, I was like I, the whole time I was like, man, I know John Hurt has to die in this because it's John Hurt. And he's yeah. a thousand years older than everyone else in this movie. So, but it like I was like maybe he will. Oh no, he's dead. Oh no, he's fully yeah. dead now. <laughs> he's, he just yeah. he died for yeah. sure, for sure. And so it essentially, uh, this is can we? This is where it's weird to me, and this is where the, the this is where I have an issue. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, Jim Caviezel is like, "Hey guys, let's go, we gotta go where my ship is, so that way I can retrieve all this metal, so we can you know make yeah. better weapons." Why was that not the first fucking thing you suggested when they first, when they very first like, hey, you're welcome to the tribe. You earned your keep back. You're, you're like, all right, okay, well, now that I've earned myself into the society, and the co- we need to go get this stuff because we can make better weapons so we can kill this thing. Yeah, because like, it's like I feel like 
I mean, we don't really get a sense of like how much do, does Jim Caviezel know about the the Morwen, um, about Mervin. Um, yeah, I guess. So, so it's like because I, I mean, what they it seems like how it was communicated is like, oh, they fucking bombed the shit out of this planet, and that killed all of them, and they mm-hmm. shot them from space, and so there wasn't like a lot of like one on one fighting of things so it's not like they have a real understanding of like what its strengths and weaknesses are um but it it's still like my issue with this scene is how are they able to smelt this metal like how are they able to work with this Thank you. space like, metal that like I'm like that's it's a it's a stupid it is in this movie it is the dumbest fucking thing for me to have a problem it's like with. you're telling me but but you're telling me that their forge will get hotter than re-entering the atmosphere you're gonna uh, tell me that yeah like that okay okay so you could anyways yeah uh, i mean whatever it's, it's thematically it's sound but it doesn't make any lot this is the thing about the movie which i feel like is why both of you like it less than me is because if you are a highly logical person this movie doesn't work at all now if you just take the narrative like for example in a narrative structure, forgetting that they could never do anything with that metal, this would be the moment that you would put that into the script where you go, ah, yes, the metal from the ship. We use that, you know what I mean? Like it, it works in the mind of like someone that doesn't get science. Oh, you it, know, like it works, yeah. it works for the story and yet doesn't work at all because they're, it's so that like there is no suspension of disbelief for people that are logical. So I think that's yeah. kind of. I mean, the, it, also, it, yeah. When did Merwin, Mervin, Marvin, Melvin, yeah, McDonald's, Mercutio. When did he figure out? Uh, when when did this motherfucker all of a sudden be like, "Hey, I'm actually an aquatic animal. I actually like swim down here. I hang out in the water twenty four seven. Yeah, like, you know, just getting some like, laps in. It's a great way to exercise. It's good. It's good cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets like this metal and stuff, then comes up and is just like, "Oh, you guys were attacked and Freya's gone, and you know, not Carl Urban's just hanging out on the barge. Like that makes no sense. But whatever." Yeah. You know, we'll move past that because then they go back and they make these badass weapons. And then it's like, all right, dude, let's go. We're going to go figure out where Freya's at, even though we absolutely should have no concept or idea about where this yeah. motherfucker is. They make these and... intense high fantasy weapons. They're like, oh, no, I know what to do with this. This is going to be logic. Yeah. Logic becomes the villain once again, because no. in the story world, yeah. it's like, yes, now we go save Freya. Like we get there, but... Uh- Oh, it's for perfect. people that like yeah. Game of Thrones because they justify those things at least in the first six seasons. You're like, how? Yeah. How here's my here's another there? here's another big yeah. question I have, and that I would just really want to know: How the fuck did this creature have a baby like on this planet? And that like I don't know that it. I don't know that we that the understanding is that it did because it's also so it's the story is that it snuck on board their ship i saw how big his ship was where was he hiding um but like again the the whole like yes i'm fully aware like any of these arguments is the dumbest fucking thing for me to say like i'm fully aware of this like i'm i'm in i'm watching space beowulf i'm (laughs) i played myself 
why why am i taking issue with like logic here like i know i'm wrong like this is not what this is for no i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying in the no, sense i I'm am saying, like, i remember Colin, like, where did this baby come from where, like, where reading, did this baby come from we don't okay i read unfortunately i read beowulf i'm not a fan i don't appreciate the book i read it for college i i think i i i like it and what it for what it represents it's not that fun to read in my opinion but like this kind of does what beowulf does like oh, yeah, in the fully like there's now another dragon yeah there's they now are here they get here like there's there's these, these like old school stories aren't always so concerned with how they got there how the heroes are now at the lair of the villain like no they just sometimes yeah, they populate there. Yeah, like if I, I I took medieval literature. Like if you look at stories like Hero and Leander, they just say like, and now the villain, and now the hero. You know what I mean? Like, and they yeah they don't concern themselves with like, and now the reader must know the the winding wood connects to the the river of whisks, and the river of whisks takes five days and four horses. You know, I'm to, just saying I'm you know less concerned with how they found the lair. And more concerned with where this baby came from. I, I that think is... that my I'm choosing to interpret it as that the baby came it was also on the ship. That's that okay. that's that's the that's, thing. Also that is also I don't think it matters. Like it, it it's it's ultimately it doesn't. Like, Here, it, let me yeah. talk about another thing that doesn't matter. This orphan boy Eric. Okay. Now can we because at this point I haven't mentioned him at all because this kid does not matter but this kid just looks like if you took a piece of shit and you shine it up real nice Holy and then put the ugliest big blonde wig on it this Jesus kid is christ this like is... he should not be alive currently. that's what that human like... being looks like <laughs> oh no i'm not about the character the, dirt, the dirty no, ass talk... makeup and you stuff can't, like you can't no not you can't no. be like no i'm not talking about how the actor looks i'm talking about how the character looks because i know ugly kids no look there, there is, there is every. Like, I'll put it this way, Kellen. Every character in this film has perfect facial hair and groomed hair, and yes. then you have a kid with like eighty-three dirt marks across he's his face, orphan. and like his hair is. Like, he's an orphan. John Hurt said, "We take care of our own in this community." Well, clearly well, not, John. Yeah, clearly, clearly not. I think that they allow him to stay within the circle of of like of their wall, but it's very clear no one's like watching this kid. He doesn't like, have like a mom or a dad that's constantly like making sure he's groomed. I think it's more like yes. we look after our own in the sense that we're not going to let him starve or be eaten by a bear, you yeah. know, like that's and I, fine. And I will say but they're going to let him look like absolute dog shit and be sure. okay with that. Like, yeah, well, I mean, look at their society. They, you know, they weren't that concerned with, you know, appearances there. They the only reason they're beautiful is because it's Hollywood and yeah. they like made them look good like that's they cast attractive people and then they gave them like kellum is saying they gave them like like more manicured beards than me like yeah. jesus christ yeah and it's, it's great it's great but like it's so and that's one of the things that causes the dissonance right that like that plus the lighting it just all gets to be too much that's why you just don't know how to feel and okay. that's where i think your brain starts to go to these places of like there is no logic because this your brain is isn't like absorbed in the experience because they don't allow you to be like they Here's don't my question though so this kid takes a uh, hacksaw to his goku super saiyan hair to be like look yeah. jesus i've been my hair like you so now i'm your son now we are related by blood 
through the ties that bind. I've shown you that you are my role model and I look up to you. So I cut my <laughs> long hair. You are my hair father. It, yes. It's very much that. But that's just, I just want to bring that kid matters not. You just wanted to, to say that. Because <laughs> I wanted to talk about how I, that kid, I was like, why does this kid look like the, the horse looks cleaner than this child? Seriously. Yeah, it's on, pur- it's on purpose. It's a choice. Okay. And I'm calling it out that you had a child, one child in this film, and you made them the absolute worst looking person. Yes. Like, they look like they have scurvy. Okay. They, they, want child to, is... they want us to pity. They want us to pity the child. But they okay. also like, if there's a way to do it, like, I think that if anybody wants to look at a, a film series that is like how to make dirty people who would be dirty look dirty, but not make it look like, you know, somebody in high school doing dirty makeup, right. you know, like for, for their production of Annie. Um, I think that it's like <laughs> Robert Eggers. Like you look at his work on either like the Northman or the lighthouse yeah. uh, to some degree, the witch, um, you know, I, I think that you like, you get a feel for like, yeah, yeah, these people like don't have the level of hygiene that most people in our society do. And yet it's it doesn't feel like, yeah, they're not going for little orphan Annie. And they clearly it's like um I know I know this movie's kind of canceled, but like in Tropic Thunder, you don't go full orphan Annie. Right. Like right. you don't go full orphan Annie or else it's like, mm, I'm sorry. Like this is a caricature of like a little poor child and I'm not I'm not invested. Although I did I'm so sad to be to admit I sat in my couch alone watching this movie and I cried when he adopted him. I'm so sorry. I You're a sucker. Do they get you when Sarah McLaughlin comes on and starts singing music like songs? I that also gets you. With the heart <laughs> of it's usually dialogue that does it, not so much yeah. music, but yeah, it, it, I, I mean, know. I was like, oh my god, he has a little boy, he got adopted, and he has a wife, and okay, so tell him, uh, I'm not gonna lie, when it, when it was like, and then he had the, a new boy that was his son, I in my head, I was like, those kids aren't black. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this, yeah, 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 that's oh, fuck. yeah, and yeah, he has a new son, does he though? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know that, but yeah. So I'm not concerned. Like, we get to the layer. Yeah. All of a sudden, Space Beowulf and not Carl Urban show. Oh, I guess and Boromir's there. Uh, yeah. Sean Bean shows up, and yeah, then shows up, and then Al Farazan is there coaches. too. I don't, I don't know why Al Farazan showed up. It's just like this, like this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, guess our Farazan. Jafar, yeah, Jafar <laughs> from Aladdin was just like hanging out with these guys. Like you know, what's up, guys? You know, have y'all heard about the Scorpion King? Let me tell you a secret. And then, oh, can yeah. we talk about? I just remembered this before we get to the layer stuff. How did you feel about them? You have Jim Caviezel, you have Jesus in your movie, and then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna have the one priest who believes in Christianity absolutely burned alive." Yeah, by that fire. was a like, wild scene. That was that was where he comes out and he like tries to save Marvin, and like I full on laughed. It, yeah, it's, it's hilarious. Up, though, but this is the thing: is that is a perfectly we talked about execution. That's yeah. a perfectly executed yeah. scene that was, for that a was, comedy. Yeah, the beats are play out like yeah. he's literally. Like that's something out of Monty Python or something. Like he's ready to like save everyone with the good word, and immediately gets fucking roasted. Like yeah. Daenerys just said, Dracarys. Like 
fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, I, was, I was, was like, oh, missed. Yeah, I was like, how do you tell it, me how you feel about religion? Feels like, please? It feels like this movie. It was like three people in a room, and one of them got what this was supposed to be, and like the other two were like, no, 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 it's gonna be like season of the witch. And he's like, no, no, listen to me, listen to me, no. <laughs> and they just, they just could. I, I'll, I do want to say about Jafar. Um, this is uh, somewhat of a niche re- reference. This character, he looks like a incredibly dirty Miles Bonsignori from the Try Guys. If anyone, if anyone oh. out there watches the Try Guys, he, Kala, do you, you oh. know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, he, he looks guess, like a dirty Miles. We we don't know what the Try Guys is going to be anymore, based well, on a few recent events. But there's, there's yes, long. absolutely. Yeah. I absolutely know yeah. uh, Miles. He has his own podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perfect individual or something. I but think anyway, so. Well, he, but he's, he didn't he's one of the secret. So. I have like a, an idea, real quick tangent. I, I mm. do feel like Miles is like one of the secret sauces of the Try Guys because he does yeah. a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, but he's also a really engaging personality. He kind of plays like oh, both sure. fields and he's yeah. just, he's incredible. And, and he has a really interesting social media, great creator. So if you can go support Miles, that's my little plug. Do you, yeah. do you happen that's to cool. know if Miles uh, made an appearance in a film called Outlander back in the year 2008? Yeah, in, t- in 2008 when he was probably- <laughs> Well, he's a Time Lord, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think did. he's I think he's younger than us. So I I, wanna, <laughs> yeah. I, say, I know. Oh, that's the sad thing about the Try Guys experience yeah. is realizing how like a close you are to the ones who are older, and like b most of their staff being like five yeah, years like, younger. You're a child. Like you're a child. Like yeah, no. We, so America learned too much about the Try Guys. Why are we talking about? Okay, I did this. Yeah, I, did this. Sorry, back off, back look, I love the Try Guys. No, so I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I get so, it. So I they're it. they're yeah. wandering through these these you know this mysterious cave system. Uh, Jim Caviezel is like, "Hey guys, this thing's underneath us. We all need to be careful." So mm-hmm. drunk Kellum immediately just slips into a hole. You're like, "Oh, you got attacked!" It's like, no, I just yeah. fell in. That's why I stopped drinking. Falling into a lava. Also, their water runs through like a lava hole. Are they okay with drinking this? Like that can be like good for you. Like it, oh, hey, it's just boiling water. water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it just boils it to it's sterilize so it. They were, doing, down. they were doing, I think, something again. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know you're it's right. Logic. I know. Look, they're doing some kind of like with this this cup, and then it the water is it's like boiled, and then it like falls, and it's like yeah. purity from the. But it's not science. I know, Kellum, but they're going I, for like visual association i know i know i know the the cognitive part of my brain like the whole time is just like sitting in the corner like just being like this is bullshit no this is bullshit and the other part of me is like okay all right (laughs) but but speaking of your the other part of your brain jafar turns around and gets absolutely just bisected and like taken off screen like you're dead and then uh we have this whole sequence where boromir has to like brutally be murdered and it's like, and then yeah. it has to be like, <laughs> it took the little ones. Yeah. Like how many breaths Where's do you Frodo? take before you die? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 I would have followed feel, you. And then it leads into what I think is the only really affecting scene, which yeah. is Freya. Oh, Freya wakes trapped. up in the bodies. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is so gross and scary. And mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable watching it thinking about how she's been cut and she's laying in there i know they're not going to go into that because it's not that's not where the movie is that how you get aids 
<laughs> that's, that's how, how, that's, I gotta... that's no. how you get sick because they have other blood types. No, it's fine. Speaking <laughs> of everybody, make sure you go get your fucking shit checked. I got that check today. Hell Absolutely yeah, know your status. Be yeah. safe out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I I love that scene. I, I actually was like on the edge of my seat. It was and I think she did a great job in this film. And that's a really she I was I was freaking out. I was freaking out. I did just all the whole sea of bodies was so gross. I could like smell it and the decay when she screams, when she wakes up in that and has that like reaction scream. I'm like, I get it. Like, I get it. I get it. I get it. And there's so many squelch sound effects that they put in every time. she. It's it was great. Let me ask this though. Cause it's like, okay, Freya, we know that you're a badass fighter. We saw you fight your dad. We know that you've been trained well and everything. I I'm with. Do you think was it when the other guy, the other villager that was like woke up there and got killed? Was he? Did he wake up with the mom present, the big one? Because I'm like, how yes. did that big dude yes. get smoked by this because, little tiny? Because baby? we didn't we didn't know about the baby until um the after like the mom had caught on fire or like the okay. adult would have caught okay. on fire so, so uh, yeah but yeah Freya, the baby yeah, was... shows up when they the little boy gets taken in the well okay yeah. okay yeah. and so yeah for me i was like man this uh that scene with freya is like i'm with you it was like this yeah is terrifying gross yeah, it was like a in the best scene. possible way <laughs> but then i what i understand is so it's quite riddle me this okay hmm. so freya it's like screaming, Jesus hears her, Jesus starts, they, they find each other. That's all fine and dandy. The whole time, it's like, oh my God, you need to take this sword so you can fight this little baby thing. Like, squeeze through, squeeze through, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, then also, two seconds on. later, Jim Caviezel walks six feet to the right and turns the corner and it's like, hey, what's up? Let me you need some help. And you're like, I'm sorry, you stopped and had that whole conversation when you could have just been like, yeah, there's a cave. <laughs> you're right trying here. to pull me through a peephole. You could have just walked eight feet to the right. <laughs> it's like there was a time, you know, Kel, myself, and a person who I'm not going to call out in podcasts, we were all present trying to walk back to a car. I'm right here. <laughs> and we were like, oh, man. And it's like, oh, I'm going to hop this fence real quick. And I was like, or we can just go through this hole right here. And it was like, well, I've already hopped the fence, so it's too late. Okay, I'm just gonna walk through this hole though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it was equivalent equivalent to like when you jump over a fe- a gate and the gate swings with you on it, and you're like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> it's kind of one of those moments. All right, uh, it but wasn't yeah, so a terrible sequence. I think it was just it, it needed a few more, um, because some of that stuff, I I feel like I I bet you anything the script wasn't fully fleshed out towards no. the end. I bet you anything that it was like, they fight. There was a yeah. lot of cheating. You remember when George Lucas, if you've ever seen the the episode three behind the scenes features, when he goes, there's a lot of cheating, a lot of just they fight. And I feel like that's kind of the, the problem with the end is you really needed those specific beats because I don't think we get enough time with everything that's supposed to be important. Death of this character, Boromir. Death of this, of what, what's the what are we supposed to be caring about at any particular moment? And also I think it's very important to be able to track the action. Like if you, if you look at um, a really well-staged battle, like um, with the Balrog in mm-hmm. Fellowship of the Ring, like, yes. you know, you are able, you know exactly where it is, you know, where Gandalf is and what's happening. It's a very simple setup, but like, you know, where, you know where everyone is in relation to the big drama and at some point, I feel like they just forgot about characters. Like Freya, 
who knows how long she was just hanging off the ledge. Like, yeah. to the point where it's like, how, is she there for like 10 minutes? Like, I, where's so, she going? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's I'll, just an unfocused ending. Yeah, I so. mean, like there are it moments is. that are that work. Like it's you know they've got like the where they like slash across like the the juvenile Mervin's eye, and then you know the 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 death of of the young one, and then like the the adult coming in and like finding the body of the young one. Like there are like little things that work. Um, but like yeah, when they they run out to the the, the waterfall, the waterfall. Yeah, this whole like bit here it, again, it feels like very like you were saying like rush like you know we get her falling off the edge and like wilfred wilford what whatever his name wilford brimley gets gets snatched up by mervin and you know he's fighting and then like she's like swing me and it's like they're just like what is that yeah yeah what's happening like i'm not sure i'm sorry to cut you off i just this was a moment that i walked away being so confused because it seems like she was trying to get to a place. What was that place? Yeah, where was there where a better going? option? Yeah. Like I don't. And then and later, it seems like they don't climb to the right; they climb up to get off. So why were they going yeah. that way? Also, can like, I ask you a question? Uh, yeah. It's very important. When you are holding on to somebody and they slip through your hands, are you able to reach back out with the exact same hand and grab them again? Yeah, that I, I wasn't sure I how he how he grabbed. Was that a, a, another hand or the no? Same it was the same it was hand. The same hand. Was like he just slip, he just grab. He just all of a like, sudden was grabbing with a better grip. Like it was just like, oh, oh no, I got you. But no, I okay. thought like when she's like swing me at first, I was like, oh, is is he gonna like like up to like fight the back? Creature? Yeah, and like yes. she's gonna take the dagger and like stab. Like that's what I was thinking, and I was like, okay, this is gonna be some cool bullshit like but like but it, no it's like swing me two yeah. feet to the and then, left and then she's and then over there back. and then she's over there and she's like shit there's nowhere to go like yeah and again that. for what yeah for what narrative purpose just like with ron perlman's whole village like yeah. we don't she's out of commission from the battle for like what uh two minutes of screen time yeah just just to come back like there's yep. no and you're not like worried like i could see it working in like a in a Batman like scenario where he's like, or, or, or not even a, a hypothetical, literally like in um, the first Spider-Man movie where he's like, we are where we choose to be. Like there's something happening. Mary mm. Jane is hanging off of a ledge and like, we don't want her to fall. And yet he's got to contend with the goblin like fighting, but that's not really what happened. There was no sense of him being like trying to get to her. So she doesn't fall, you know, mm-hmm. but Oh, he can't because the creature keeps hitting him like that. It's so obvious, but they did not yeah. go for it. Like it's so it's just baffling. It's baffling. <laughs> yeah, but it's speaking of obvious, so then Jesus like gets knocked around a bit by the creature and then picks up the king's sword and is like, Oh, I can see the light and the reflection of the sword, so I'm gonna know exactly when to turn around and stab. Oh wait, I'm actually being attacked from behind because you know, uh not Kate Beckinsale Freya is behind me stabbing me and now that I can she has given me that time I'm gonna stab you in the face and then guess what we're all gonna fall off this cliff together yeah it's it was it was like almost something like this part was like all like like perilously close to being something and like I I thought that was like cool moment in the end I, I I had a moment where I was gonna be like is he gonna be like are they gonna do a 
let go, let go of me. We'll both go down kind of thing. Like I thought he was mm-hmm. going to do like a whole thing of like, you know, I've, I've, I've genocided this, this, thi- this creature's like entire existence. It's, it's fitting that I go down with it or something like that. And there's this moment where there's the, the zoom in on its eye where it's like, this is the moment that, that would happen. And then he's just like, and I'm going to cut your arm off. All right, fuck off, Mervin. Yeah. Which and they I do like- in Beowulf. Yeah. They do your ending yes. in like the film Beowulf. So yeah. I'll say I, I would have been really much more happier if he was like had held on and then he, she, she pulls him up and then she's like, How did that work? And he looks and his whole entire shoulder and arm are gone because that creature was like full on, like would have ripped his whole arm yeah. off. And he yeah, was, he like, was that was very, a very gentle grip on Jesus's arm. Like, and um, how much do we think that creature weighs? Because I'm going to go ahead and guess 17,000 pounds. Does. Yeah, it's more than he. <laughs> Does. Yeah. So like, but, yeah. But so then they crawl up. Daddy. Yeah, they crawl like, up to yeah. the top, and then when they see the boats, they don't call out to an adult who could help. Yeah. They call or out to Eric. Eric the child. <laughs> okay. Um, I have a question yes. because you just mentioned the weight of the creature. Yes. We haven't talked about it. Mm. What's the deal with yeah. the whale? Yeah. Whale. yeah. It was a whale. Yeah. Is this something that the creature? preyed upon is this something that was wailed by the village and then like because it did not look like oh the humans have caught this whale yeah and they're preparing it for like whatever it looked like a creature had killed it are they suggesting that this thing is like as powerful as a fucking whale i guess because in the it it can swim in the water and if they are connected to the ocean there are whales in the ocean, but, but in like theory, it's like in the middle of this village that, like, I'm trying right. to like. I I know that I'm doing like the logical thing here, which is perilous to this movie. But like, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yes. like, like in like my logic brain wants to say, okay, well, I mean, it's not impossible. Like, I don't know the like what whales are present in like this region of Scandinavia. Um, that that is not covered in my european travels unfortunately um but like they could in theory do this but i don't think that's how you do it i don't think like you get it and just drag it into the middle of your into the middle of your your village and it's like all right there's the whale like that doesn't (laughs) feel right to me um and then also like did the did mervin do that was he just like hang on guys i'll fuck with you all in a minute i gotta i gotta bring this in well that's what i'm gonna get real nasty like yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm saying like is it is it just something that marvin the martian fished out of the water to eat and like and why would it drag it into the village i that i didn't i didn't understand and then like it does put into perspective the weight distribution that the creature exhibits later because so many more people would have been dead just by impact like mm-hmm. if, if this per- if this thing can heave whole a full on blubberful fucking creature out of the ocean, like they're just dying because it crashed into their bodies. Yeah, and we yeah, didn't absolutely. see that at all. Like it was only specifically killing yeah. people because of like scratching or gnawing or using the the tail whips, which yeah. always look not that great. But yeah. so here's yeah. my question: How many and en- is this Lord of the Rings: Turn of the King? How many endings this movie need so, to have? So, so we get the creature is- kill. Yes. Then we get the wave with we get the wave with the boats. Then we get the oh you're not going to be returning. I let's have a goodbye kiss. I'm leaving forever. Then we get the whole narration. I'm going to say bye to my wife and do all this other stuff. Then we get the whole like I'm going to blow up this box and like tell the people to leave. By the way, they were already yeah right okay. There. Th- thank you. Thank you. The, the fact that they're like hey 
Rick, he he blew the box up. Yeah, it was also really wild. He was like right next to it, and like you know how you know how you know how the box blows up like real big, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the box blows up like way too big for like someone to be near it. No, he was right there. He was right on it. Yeah. Um. He was and <laughs> like, well, fuck that. We're leaving. That's really dickish. Like that's my box. He was borrowing my box. Like, so here's the thing for me. Like, I understand this fills a narrative purpose, I guess, like for like this little button at the end where, where like Freya is like, it, not Freya, but Freya is narrating like what's happening. Like the, oh, I know that he was sent from the gods and that he decided that not is, to. That is Freya. Yeah, yeah but, she, but she also like mentioned well right but she's like mentioning she third it in this, persons like, herself yeah, she, she's like she third person a, a little bit yeah she takes her wife and then they found a child but like it's it felt like it's like yes i get it but i could i didn't need that moment he could have just mm-hmm. gone back and like it would have still like i would have still gotten that he had decided that that's where he was gonna be we're also come on no, you're not making that decision. What if you get a cut? Oh, you have diphtheria now. Like, like yeah. there's yeah. not medicine. <laughs> I would have been pissed if I was her. Yeah. I told I've told Connor, I said, if you're a fucking alien and you haven't let me know by now, yeah. you better tell me right now because we are getting yeah. on your ship yeah. and fucking right off. Yeah, like seriously, you better tell me that yeah. we can get out of here. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, how you don't have to lie. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Yeah. This movie would have been so much more of a satisfying ending. If it was like the uh, the ship comes down and he like and they like open the door and he's getting ready and then Freya and Eric step out and he's like come on guys and the three of them get on and yeah. they leave and yes! he's like fucking yeah. ain't right yeah I'm gonna die of Hell old age yeah. at thirty three like come on like this is not this is even literally just they've been like who is this and he's like this is my wife Marlene and my yeah. child Steven. you guys yeah. remember yeah. well <laughs> you didn't like it because it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like he's earned being king because he just. Yeah. Like this everybody else is dead. What do you mean? Everybody Name else is dead. Right, but still it feels weird. Like, no, you're right, Colin. It's like I had that moment where it's like he became king. It's like, yeah, I get it. And like, yes, there's li- who else the fuck would it be? Um, but like it felt like I imagined myself being somebody in that village, be like, fucking that guy? Who is that? Like, well, Greg, who is that? Me also, because they set up something that could have worked where he hands the amulet to Freya. Yeah, Freya should have been queen. That was pretty cool. Like, yeah. you know, we're gonna, we're actually just gonna like because they're dead. Yeah. Maybe this whole time it's been about you figuring out that really you should rule. Like, really, this is the time where you rule. And I, I think that would have felt more thematically sound because, yeah. and and she could have chosen him. Like, so the reverse, it wouldn't have been at the end. You just stage it differently on the boat where she's like, and I knew that he was sent to us. And once I became queen, I chose him as my husband. Like they, and, they, had, you know what I mean? they had the moment set up like that. And I thought yeah. I, I legitimately thought this was going to happen. She hands him the like yep. she, she extends the medallion and he takes it in such a way. It closes that, her hand. That yeah. You feel like he's yeah. going to be like. And then he's like, no, thank you very fucking much. This is mine. (laughs) Like, it was so, and yes, it's 2008. But like, it was so, like, that would have, that would have been much more thematically satisfying to me. Like, a woman? No. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was, just like you say, it was 2008. They were like, yeah. you gotta wait at least 12 years and then 200 yeah. back And we're that. still gonna be weird about it. And speaking of women, I'm so sorry, but I am tired yeah. of the trope of motivation based on flashbacks that are very quick of a pretty woman that would look like a 
like a chair model. I was thinking about the episode of The Office where Michael falls in love with the image of a woman sitting yeah. on a chair. Yeah. There's like, if you think about it, there's like Lily Potter. There's the wife from The Fugitive. There's yeah. uh, this woman in this particular movie. There's like all there's all these like fridged women that don't have any lines of dialogue. And I'm not even Martha Wayne. Martha fucking Wayne. All we get is like, wow, she has a nice smile. And we show the smile and then we take the smile away. That's yeah. literally all this wife was. is just a woman who literally ends up at the end of the movie in a fucking fridge. She's inside of a fridge. Like, can, we, yeah. can we discuss though as well though? Can we say this? I want to point this out. That child has a line. That son gets to be like, that thing stung me. And the wife has no lines. Colin's not wrong. They gave yeah. that little boy a line in this movie and not yeah, the wife yeah it's it's wild to me like it yeah and i get it but you have to like and not, you know i just i'm such a big fan of mel gibson that i can't wait to talk about him again look mel gibson aside i do love braveheart it's one of my favorite movies but i i i feel like that's even though that's definitely the a fridging narrative mm-hmm. it's um it's it is at least like you get to spend time with her you know her you know who they are together and you're devastated when she's taken away so all of the pain and the suffering like at least it's not well we have this character status quo he's sad because his wife is dead and we'll show a flashback or a picture of her smiling and you know what she's pretty looks like a chair model and she has a nice smile like that needs to stop you have to like i you know and ultimately just character deaths in general where we don't know who the person is that's dead only under very specific circumstances am I ever going to care. Yeah. The only time it works is when it's not a human, when it's a fucking dog, like in John Wick. Mm-hmm. You don't need a whole, or like in Pig. You only got one scene yeah. of a pig. But yet I'm like, absolutely I'm pissed as hell that they took this pig away because you have that like visceral response to like, oh, it's a cute animal. That's yeah. the only time that it works where you don't have to develop it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just yeah. tired of that trope. Yeah, I, I I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's yeah. um there's yeah. So we we come to the end of of Outlander. Um, so here are my feelings on this. I legitimately like. I thought I had a good time. Like I I watched this. Like I I enjoyed it. It was it felt a lot oddly. Like we talked about sci-fi channel original movies. The movie uh what what what's the name of it? I had I had it written. Sharknado. I know Cerberus the Guardian of Hell Bird from 2005. Um that that was Cerberus a, the Guardian, the Guardian of, of Hell. Hell. Yes, where where they have to get the sword of Mars to defeat Cerberus, who is coming back to life. It's a whole fucking thing. Man, that but, could only be a porn. That yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that yeah. could only be a porn. But like this uh it felt like the CGI is exactly the same as this movie. Like it is the exact same quality. Everything has the same kind of shitty fuzz or shininess to it. Um, but like it's, this is a good time. I want, yes, I wanted like a different experience from it when I watched it. Like I saw this and was like, oh, this must be a mi- Like this has got to be that. Um, and it, it's not like that, like schlocky B movie gold. It does take itself a little bit too seriously. Um, and you know, there, there are, there are issues with it, but like, yeah, I, I wasn't like, at no point was I like, fuck this movie. There were many times where I was like, what? But like, there were, that, that that's kind of like the most like negative response that I got. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I had a good time. Um, I, I yeah, yeah, it's okay. Well, let me shit all over oh well rate it yeah, first no, and i'll shit all over okay it. all right yeah yeah as, as is fair um i would give this 
I give this a, a 4.5 to a five. I think that, that that's, that's like roughly where I would put this. Yeah. Okay. This film, Colin liked it. So I'm going to let Colin take the last say and balance out. So this movie, while absolutely nowhere near being offensive or distasteful or ridiculous in that sense, there is no redeeming quality of this film. It's not schlocky enough to be worth watching. It's not like Brutal. if you have, if you, and this is the thing, Brutal. like William Hurt is fucking great in this movie, but yeah, I could list is. for you 15 other things. You can go watch yeah. William Hurt be great in. Yeah. So I don't, anything I'm he's sorry, ever John touched. Hurt. Yeah. I'm William up my hurts. John. I need John, hurt. not William. That mixing hurts. my hurts up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I really do. Like there are John hurts killing it. Um, I mean, that's the best thing I can say about it. Everything else <laughs> in this movie is not enjoyable. I think that if you want to watch a movie that went out for similar aspects, but achieves it better, watch the 13th Warrior. If you, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like, if somebody else was like, really, like if Colin and Kellum were like, oh man, I really want to watch this again. I'm not going to be upset if it gets put on again, but I will never put this on again. I will not think about this I, movie <laughs> after this. I will, you know, it's just not... I it's feel probably like, the worst version of what it is. I mean, yeah. I get it. Like, like Cowboys versus Aliens is better. Like, I, I get it. I, I wanted, I wanted there to be like him being from space to be a bigger plot point. Like, it felt yes. like he was yes. from space, and then that was like the end of like. I wanted there to be more of that. Like, what's happening here? Like, I wanted that crossover to be much more pronounced. And it but feels like it kind of there. it. Like, if you if you remove that scene and you just say that this is like a mythological beast of like that's been conjured or something, there it it, it loses it changes like not at all. I, I wanted more of that sci fi fantasy element. If you took away all of the. Uh, like every single thing that's a flashback to do with his family and his wife. Cut the scene where he goes like yeah. to say bye to her grave. Like that does not exist anymore. This movie will be better. I think that, yeah, like there's just stuff where I was wholly like, this does not matter. I don't care about this. And there were moments, like I told you, like when the attacks were happening or when sword fight was happening. So I'm going to give it a four. I'm just going to let you know, there is nothing in this film that I think there's not at least a five other films that do it better. So I, that's why I don't see myself ever watching that's, this. You know? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Colin. Thank you, loves. Uh, yeah. I, I think that part of what we've ascertained, surmised, clarified, nothing has any payoff. And when your movie has nothing set up that pays off later, you don't feel things and you ultimately just either go numb or you start to notice what is logically off or like with Kellum and I, you just kind of enjoy it for what it is. You enjoy it for the, you know, the, the simple things you, you, for, for the, um, the moment to moment scenes, which if that's what your movie is only, then you've failed, unfortunately. And I think that, you know, I would say this movie is a 3.5 because it's, really a movie that could have worked and it still could work if they did a remake you know it just it needed to be it needed to have sound choices Mm -hmm. and that's what it really lacked was a sense of profound because all the cg stuff i'm gonna be honest like you know i know we talked about starship troopers and we ended up praising like i think there's a lot of stuff that really looks good in that movie but there's some stuff that doesn't like I mean mm. looking at it again, like some of the bugs in, in rapid motion that are not as sedentary, they don't look all that great. But you don't care. 
because part of the the way that they chose to make the bugs look is thematically sound for the film that it is in the the way that the creatures look or don't look good the way in which things are sometimes uncanny in this film there's no purpose to it being uncanny you could have made it work with the shoestring budget mm. you just would have had to like understand this is what i have and now every choice i make in this movie is going to be because we have a shoestring budget and it's going to influence the way i edit it the way i light it the characters that i highlight and everything else has to be perfect the script has to be perfect the character exchanges have to be perfect and we have to make sure that these people matter and they really didn't i think if they did it again and this is my final thought i think I think that you should change the main character completely. You can still have it be an actor who's played Jesus, but I think that it should be somebody who is like, for example, look at all the things that happen. He shows up. King drops dead over here. Heir to the king drops dead over here. He's not a fucking hero. He's not a chosen uh... one. He is using the arc of the chosen one to usurp that kingdom. That would have been really fucking fascinating. That's interesting. And you could have had, and you have an interesting dynamic where you actually set up Freya to be the hero because she is drawn into that narrative and 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 then she has to question. I guess the Northmen did kind of all of this, but then she has to question the things she was told were just the truth, the gods, yeah. the rules, the hierarchy the waiting till the man is finished with his food questions all that because she realizes in like the end of act two, act three, that this man has usurped her kingdom. And that would be really interesting because that's what we care about as people. We care about motivations that are not just, well, and that's what Beowulf is, right? Hero comes, hero mm -hmm. slays the, the, this person and this person fight. And also, yeah. the gods are involved. Like, we just need more as audience members now. So I would watch that movie. But yeah, 3.5. But I have really enjoyed talking about it with both of you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be, like, in this bizarre, chaotic state uh, I of, like, in the woods as it gets darker. And then now in my car, you know, in the lights. <laughs> it just it felt very Halloween to do. It's, it's very good. Again, but... Anyway, it's totally fine. Yeah, fine. It appreciate you coming. I on. I will. I just want to last button. I think this would be a great mini series. That's what I think. I think that this would that if you did this as a if yeah, Sci Fi Channel did this as a mini series, I'd watch it. That's all. Is I'm this saying. where we talk about that? What's the tie-in? There's an Outlander series, and I've never watched it. I've never watched oh, it. There either. is no tie-in. There is no tie-in. They're just the same name. Uh, yeah, it's just that's the same name. That's why I made that joke because there's nothing to do with each other. Not yeah, even they, a little they, bit. They have nothing. To do I know, with but like. Could you do? Would you have to change the title? Because that that's been on for like seven seasons. People have been wanking to it for. Oh seven yeah, seasons. yeah. You might have to. You might have to change the title. You might have. I to would change, change it. the yeah. title to Beowulf in space. Yeah. And then <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Can we also do it on ice? Can we have this be an ice show? Can we have it be Beowulf in space <laughs> on ice? That's the move. That is what I want to have made. Like with my dying it's wish, I want Beowulf in space, space on, on ice. ice. 
the yeah. miniseries. The, yeah, the miniseries. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's what I want to have. We figured it out. At yeah. the end of every episode, we figure out a way to fix it. We Fuck just yes. done it. Oh my I, God. Absolutely. Well, okay. Colin, please plug away on all the things that you want to talk about and chat about. Thank you so much. Um, so you'll probably be either, if you're not listening to this on Unqualified, you may be seeing this visually on Q2Q's uh, YouTube. And uh, so we have our little um, Unqualified playlist. So please keep us engaged and looking into that. Um, I'm really excited about doing more YouTube stuff with, with these lovely fellows, uh, fellow, fellow pants fellows. Um, and I would just love to see all of you tune into the film festival in January. There's a wonderful little website, queer to queer fest.com. Uh, and it's queer, like Q U E E R, the number two queer fest. Um, and then we're queer underscore two underscore queer on Instagram and TikTok, which I have to um, get, get more consistent on. But, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for allowing me to to be a part of this episode. It was a really fun movie to watch. Um, and I feel, you know, the spirit of the Lord in me for having seen it. Mm. So Well, before you get roasted alive, I'll take over. Uh, <laughs> so can't believe they spirit. did that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, so you can find me at Stimpy is King on Twitter. That's S-T-I-M-P-Y-I-S-K-I-N-G on Twitter. Do not find me anywhere else. Um, if you see me in person, you come up and talk to me and you are not somebody I know, you will probably, I'm just kidding. You can come say hi, but that'd be really weird if you like saw me in person. Like, I don't know. Uh, for everything else though, I do a podcast with my brothers called Stimson Ain't Easy. And uh, we really just kind of rag on each other for two hours every week. Come on over there. Check that out. It's real fun. We also have a new podcast that we've been dropping recently where we just are going back and uh, reviewing old Nitro episodes. So if you like WCW, if you like some of those horsemen that you've been getting on Reg's Mailbag, why don't you check out Stimson on Nitro? Also, was that what that is? Was he doing like a covert advertisement for y'all's other podcast every time? (laughs) I doubt it, but that's. (laughs) I doubt it. All right, all right. I appreciate that. That's I like that. It's Wiley. All right. Well. (laughs) Yes. Again, Colin. Thank you very much for joining, uh, and thank you at home for joining us uh, out there on YouTube and listening on the audio format as well. Uh, You can follow the podcast. We'd love it if you would over on Instagram at Unqualified Observers. You can also follow us on Twitter at ObserveCast. You can email us as well. Thomas was alluding to our mailbag where we will, you know, if you write in, you say, hey, this thing that you guys are talking about, have talked about, I've got some views on that. And uh, we'll talk about it. You know, let us know, hey, we'd love for you to check out this other movie. There's this other fucking insane historical, like, like recreation sci-fi of, you know, like a William Tell or some bullshit. Yeah, we'll, we'll fucking watch it. Um, so write in and, uh, and tell us about it. If you would like to follow me, you are more than welcome to at cool underscore Gollum on all social media formats. Uh, if you would like to, right now, we are finished with our The Rings of Power report on the podcast. Finally, Finally. we're down to two podcasts a week, uh, but we are still doing our Hot D report on Friday, where we will talk about the latest episode of 
HBO Max's House of the Dragon. So please join us there AKA, and here. after Matt Smith. Yeah, baby. Um, join us here and there uh, for uh, lots of good times with uh, with us. Uh, but until we we see you again, wherever we see you, I'm Kellum, and I'm Thomas, and we don't know anything.